This is Aruna Krishnan. On this episode of Lead That Thing, I talk to Greg Kilstrom, CEO of Career Gig. Hello, everyone. Today on the show, I have Greg Kilstrom. He's the CEO and co-founder at Career Gig. He's worked with top brands, including Coca-Cola, Dell, FedEx, Geico, Starbucks, and more. He currently serves on the University of Richmond's CX Advisory Board, and he's a regular contributing writer to Forbes and has been featured in publications such as Smart CEO and the Washington Post. Welcome to the show, Greg. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're welcome, and I am very excited to talk to you because uh, you have a new book out called The Center of Experience, and we talked before, and uh, I understand that the book is about brand experience, so tell us a little bit about what that means and what does your book get into? Yeah, absolutely. So the the premise of the book is that brand experience is a combination of both customer experience as well as employee experience. And you can't really have great brand experience without both of those working together. And, you know, that means that brand experience really is every single touch point that an organization has with any of their audiences, internal or external, whether that's, you know, whether that's customers, partners, employees, you investors, you name it. It's really, it's really kind of every, every touch point. And so the purpose of the book, I think there's been a lot of writing on that customer experience is important and we should all embrace it or, you know, employee experience. There's, there's been a lot of writing on that as well, but there has been a lot less on, well, how do we actually do that? Mm -hmm. Like how might an organization operationalize that? And so what this does is really provide a blueprint. It's not a, you know, it, I don't get so prescriptive because there's a lot that depends on industry right. and, and, and things like that, but it gives an overall framework of mm -hmm. how an organization might start to think of all of the different pieces of, of, of brand experience. Okay. So this applies both to large corporate firms as well as to the small business or the uh, entrepreneur, right? So yes. tell us how, that would look like let's start with an entrepreneur and then scale it up to large corporate yeah so i mean if you're an entrepreneur whether you're a solopreneur you know you're just one one independent person or a small business the both of those things employee experience and customer experience still matter um it may be easier to start focusing on customer experience because if you're a solo person employee experience is really just you know, you, mm -hmm. so are you right? Happy? Take care that's, of yourself, self-care. Yes. And that's, while that's very, very important, there's mm -hmm. less process required for that from mm -hmm. a company standpoint. So, you know, a, a, a small company or an entrepreneur business, you know, solopreneur may focus more on customer experience because, you know, I come from a marketing background where I spent a lot of time working with, you know, some very large brands, some much smaller brands on trying to make their products and services sound really good and be really mm -hmm. attractive. But what I ran into and, and re, really the, the impetus for um, creating, you know, creating this book and this methodology was I kept finding that I could make the best marketing campaign or the best logo or the best, mm -hmm. you know, package design or whatever you want to call it. 
for all of these things. But if I couldn't control what the, how the product and service was delivered, yeah. then, you know, the customer experience was lacking and people wouldn't buy the product a second time or sometimes not even in the first. Right. And then if I couldn't control um, the, how the product was delivered from an employee standpoint, like are the people delivering that product or service happy? Are mm -hmm. they smiling when they ask you how you're doing all of mm -hmm. those types of things? Then, you know, all of these things kind of drove closer and closer to the center of the organization. And, mm -hmm. and that's really, you know, that I, I think it's so important to get that right. So whether you're a small business or a, or a large business, there's a lot of core things in the organization that you can really focus on to make sure that experience is better in general. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. And I heard a quote, and I, li I love this quote, one of the leaders I had interviewed was that employees are the most important asset of the company, because they basically, if you treat them well, they kind of carry that treatment forward to the customer. So that's really uh, same thing that you are saying. It's, it's so critical to have both that e employee experience as well as the customer experience to really set you up for success. Uh, what are some of the mistakes that people make when they're approaching customer experience or when they're approaching employee experience? Yeah, I think when a, let's say a, a mid to large organization tries to approach it, I think, I think a common mistake is to approach it outside in first when really what, what you just said, I totally agree with, you know, when you, when you do it inside out and you say, listen, let's mm -hmm. get the core, first of all, let's define what, what is it that we stand for? I mean, already, mm -hmm. if you start a business, you have a business plan and we know what we're selling. We know how we want to make money. So that's, you know, that's, that's core. But at the same time, after you get past the like table stakes there, like, what do we stand for? And, yeah. and why would someone not only um, buy from us, but why would someone work for us? And so, you know, establishing those values and establishing a culture and, you know, yeah. culture, a lot of people think that the companies that you know of that are really successful and have great cultures just kind of happened upon them. But it, yeah, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of intention, if not to create it from the first, from the you know, initial outset, but at least to maintain it and continue to grow it. And a lot of times what you see is cultures need to shift based on the type of organization yeah. and the place that they're, that they're in. So, I mean, a common mistake is, Again, starting on the outside thinking, okay, well, let's just take care of the customers. You know, yeah. the employees are, you know, in that case, they're kind of, they're kind of treated as expendable, right. which is terrible. Right. But, um, you know, so that, that's one thing. The other thing uh, that I spend a lot of time in the book is just um, operationalizing things. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in process. I'm a big believer that if you can do something right once, you can make a process to, to find ways to repeat mm -hmm. it. And if you can make a process to repeat it, you can find ways to measure it. And so yeah. all of those things, you know, add up to let's not just hope we have a good experience for <laughs> right. employees. And, you know, let's be intentional. Yeah. Let's measure. And then, you know, I, I'm a strong believer in agile methodologies yeah. as well, which let's find a way to iterate and optimize and improve it because we're never going to get it perfect the first time anyway. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, I like that. The whole um, incorporating that Six Sigma lean kind of thinking too with the measuring, which, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you. I, I'm very much a process person. So yeah, I totally, I totally feel what you just said. It's like, if there's a way to do it, let's find a way to do it where it's efficient and repeatable. So you are the CEO of a company called career gig. So tell us about that. Uh, what, do, what does career gig do? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we are a, a SaaS platform that connects freelancers with a, a few things. So freelancers with opportunities, um, contract work, project work, hourly work, things like that. Um, and it also connects them with benefits. So things like health insurance, life insurance, disability, retirement, mm -hmm. all of those. And the goal really is to not only take care of freelancers that, um, you know, keeping them busy, making money as independents, but also um, taking care of the rest of their life. You know, mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of what happens is people are reluctant to go be independent and, and go into independent consulting or, or other independent yeah. work because they have a full-time job, all of that, those benefits, all that stuff is kind right. of taken care of and they kind of take it for granted, but they also oftentimes sell themselves short. They, they mm -hmm. sign up for a full-time job. It restricts them from other things. It could be anything from childcare to taking care of a spouse or partner to taking care of parents to just having more flexibility mm -hmm. to travel, you know, after we yeah. get through all this COVID stuff and yeah. all that, you know, so just giving them the flexibility to live the life that they really want to they kind of sell themselves short by taking this, this full-time job. And so we're trying to, you know, we're trying to, to solve for that. And then on the company side of things, um, we're trying to solve an issue with when you hire freelancers on typical platforms right now, it's, it's kind it can be kind of hit or miss. And so what mm -hmm. I mean by that is somebody has a five-star rating on one of these platforms and you know what? What does that actually mean in this right. day and age? Uh, right. You know, it means that they probably, you know, they got a bunch of their friends to mark them, you know, give them high ratings, or they got down to three stars and then they closed their profile and started a new one. And so all of a right. sudden they're five again, you know, so it's like, what does reputation like that mean? I will even say yeah. things like LinkedIn, where I can verify that someone has a skill who I've never met before. And how am I qualified to know if uh, someone yeah. is an expert Python yeah. programmer on LinkedIn? And yet right. I can vouch for them. You know what I mean? Right, right. So we're trying to, we're trying to mitigate against things like that by doing a lot more thorough background checks and assessments and, and all those so that companies can really have faith in, you know, if they hire someone through our platform, they really are who they say they are and mm -hmm. feel good about that. And then on top of that, companies at no additional cost to them can actually contribute towards um, towards them getting benefits. Yeah. So that's oh. a great thing, especially in this day and age where, you know, m many of my friends and, and, you know, former colleagues have gotten furloughed or laid off from their mm -hmm. you know, full-time jobs are struggling right now to find something. And so, you know, this is, this is a way that we can do some good as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you hit on two things there. So first is I like the fact that you're giving freelancers that opportunity to grow and giving them sort of this uh, security and not like you said being tied to something because that was what was giving them security but giving them much more freedom and even exploring what more they can do and just having kind of looked at that option myself i just see the difference like you can sort of have best of the bo both worlds right work um yeah. do your consulting with a large corporate but yet also have that freedom of seeing like what are all the things that i can do as a freelancer so i like that that's definitely encouraging more people to figure out their full skill set and what what they can offer in those um in those terms and then in terms of vetting out talent that's so important because if I'm a company and I want to hire someone, I definitely want to know that, okay, this candidate is vetted out because you see so many times 
being on the receiving end of it, you're in a team and some consulting company brings in a consultant and you're like, oh my gosh, how did you make it through the gate? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it just creates, it, it creates a very negative situation and it just creates problems for the team. So yeah, yeah no, it's good to know that there are companies out there. So what type of a rating system do you use or like how do you present that in some way that companies know or is it just your company reputation to know that people on your platform have really gone through that um, vetting process? Yeah, so we're, um, we're building this, uh, you know, we have some fe- some additional features to add, but the way that we look at reputation in general and, and what I'm about to mention already exists on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so we look at it in three stages. So one, I can claim that I did something or have a yeah. skill or all of that. So that means as much as however much you trust me. And right. so, you know, I like to think of myself as a very trustworthy person, but you yeah. know, I may, I 85% of resumes have some kind of factual inaccuracy about them. So whether that's, you know, um, vindictive and, you know, <laughs> and intentional or it's just, um, you know, errors of omission or whatever, Yeah, you know, that's who, who's to say, but it's still, it's inaccurate. So the second step is getting something confirmed by someone else. So, mm-hmm. you know, I worked with this person here mm-hmm. and they can vouch for me. So that's, that's good. But what we also know from that is when I've applied for a job somewhere, um, yeah. I don't send just anyone to give me references. I mm-hmm. send the people that like me and that, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah. they actually work with me, you know, it was truthful that they worked right. with me there or whatever, right. but they're still the people that liked me. Not the, not that person that I had an argument with that one <laughs> right. time. So it's like, how much are you going to trust that? You're going to trust that again, as much as you can trust that system in general. Mm-hmm. The third step is actually certifying and saying, okay, well, you know, let's, definitely let's take those first two steps because those are Mm -hmm. important, but let's take the third step of getting an independent authoritative third party to be Mm -hmm. able to say, yes, this person actually worked there. Do a third party background check, do a third party work experience check, do skills assessments that are, you know, third party and and validated and all of that. And then when we put all of those things together, then we get an accurate picture of someone. So we get a quantitative yes, they passed this or yes, they're certified or accredited mm-hmm. or whatever. We get a qualitative from that reference that yes, yeah. they were good at what they did. So great, right. we, get the, we, we get the best of all worlds in, in that way. And mm-hmm. we're, we're taking it a step further and actually building this out on blockchain as well, which also oh. gives us a sense of, you can't just edit your profile. Like once something's been verified and certified, yeah. that's a mutable record. And right. there's something a little bit scary about that maybe, but it's really, there's something reassuring that says, once yeah. that's been verified, that's part of your history and you can yeah. embrace it. You don't have to show people you don't want, you know, stuff you don't want them to right. see. But when something is verified, that is yeah. there for the for the record. Mm, and for everyone to we're see. We're building yeah. a, yeah, like we're building this third party verified work record which no one else can can really claim at this point mm, that's interesting so so your platform it has both uh, um, uh freelancers as well as companies on it yeah correct. okay yeah and mm-hmm. yeah and that i mean that's so that makes us uh you know what you call a marketplace and, and yeah. you know as a you know i've been a i was a consultant my most of my career or you yeah. know working at an agent i owned a marketing agency for a while so I've always been on the, you know, the the consulting side of things. So this is my first time being a, a client, yeah. so to speak. Um, but um, so we're marketing to both sides. So we're right. you know, marketing to freelancers and we're 
we're marketing to companies and you know with I guess all of the good and 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 interesting challenges that that provides but it's yeah. you know it's, it's good because we can we can focus on the the industries you know we're finding some some um, traction in mm-hmm. things like you know some of the usuals that you'd su- suspect like technology is a is an industry that has a lot of contract work done and and for lots mm-hmm. of reasons healthcare is another one that's really that we're making a lot of progress in marketing communications um, there's, you know, there's several, even staffing and recruiting companies like small and medium sized staffing and recruiting firms mm-hmm. are actually using our way of validating and doing background checks as a mm-hmm. way to make their, oh, their pro- streamline, you know, their mm-hmm. processes and everything like that. Oh, that's cool. So if people want to get on your platform, how do they sign up? Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. So you can go to careergig.com and either companies or freelancers can sign up. It's actually free to sign, like free for life subscription. We don't charge monthly or annual fees. Mm-hmm. It's um, charged on a transaction basis. So if you if you do work through the platform, then you get charged the fee. The more work you do through the platform, the lower mm-hmm. the fees are. And for freelancers to get access to benefits, we have three different tiers of benefits. Anybody that joins qualifies for the first tier, and then okay. if you work, um, the the maximum or the you know the the highest level is twenty hours or more per week, and mm-hmm. then you get access to things like health and life and, and disability, and a lot of that is guaranteed issue. And and mm. the thing on top of that is, um, you know, we do charge the transaction fees, but we actually um, contribute a cut of our transaction fees into your insurance premiums. If okay. you sign up, so we actually, you know, contribute in mm-hmm. almost like a like a full time employer might. Okay, well that sounds good. Um, so I think, uh, how many people do you have so far? So just from from a scale of how big is this right now? How many freelancers versus companies do you have? Yeah, so we've got um, we're approaching a thousand freelancers now. So mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 growing you know yeah. steadily, but you know we're we're keeping it pretty um, yeah you know pretty pretty niche to start. And you know we've got um, in the neighborhood of about a hundred companies or so wow. yeah. um, signed up, and you know both continue to grow. Yeah. And you know we're also looking for companies that are anywhere from hiring one or two freelancers a month to hiring hundreds of freelancers a month. And so we've got several joining that are, that are fitting both of those in the the coming weeks. That makes sense. I mean, you don't want to grow too quickly because you, you have the whole curation process, you know, to make sure what you have in there, people you have in there are really um, reliable because that affects their reputation affects your reputation reputation as a whole so yeah, yeah. And that, that affects the experience right so we're right. to bring it back to right you know, exactly you know, like, and we've got two completely different types of customers but they're both customers so right. yeah it's right it's important that they all have a good experience so, yeah. yeah that makes sense and um i i really enjoyed this topic and how about uh, your book like if people want to get a hold of you or ask you questions or learn more about career gig or your book how can they find you and more information yeah so two two things i would say i mean careergig.com you know definitely check it out it's it's free to sign up it's um you know very easy sign up process i would say if you'd like to um get in touch with me i'm very active on linkedin um just mention this podcast um and you know get in touch with me and you know happy to connect and, and talk with you and if you want to get the book um i have a personal website gregkilstrom.com um, you there's links to access all of my books as well as they're available on Amazon as well. If that's, um, if you're already on there. 
Okay. I'll put those in the show notes so people can get a hold of you. Thanks yeah. for sharing this. This was great information. And uh, I hope that people will reach out to you. And it's good to know that there's a platform out there for people that want to either get insurance as, as a freelancer or people who actually are looking for freelancers. I wish you all the best with that. And thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was great to talk with you.